0: With your latest news, I'm April Cummings.
1: So far, there have been 11,856 jabs given across the Cayman Islands, which is a phenomenal amount. Of those, there are 3,939, which are people who've had their second doses.
0: Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee at today's government press briefing, he says to expect the number of vaccinations to drop by 50% as people get their second dose of the vaccine.
1: It's really encouraging to hear that Sixty-five percent of our over-70s have received um, the first injections and 55% of our over-60s, so those are very encouraging figures, and 12.2% of our population overall has received at least one dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine.
0: Dr. Lee also talked about inbound positives, noting that in the last 1,500 test results, there were 420 inbound travelers, 10 tested positive on the inbound test, and 6 of the 10 were relatively weak. A third consignment of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccines is headed our way next week.
2: This time we've been able to secure slightly more doses than the first and second consignment, so the next consignment will consist of around 15,000 doses.
0: During Thursday's COVID-19 briefing, His Excellency Governor Martin Roper explained each vial of the vaccines has five doses, although you can sometimes get six or seven out of each vial of five. He says there are a total of 23,000 doses in the first two batches. The third will take the country to a total of about 38,000 doses. Close to 20,000 people, 40% of the adult population.
2: So this is a really strong signal of support from the UK for Cayman and the overseas territories and my office remains in touch with London about further supplies on the next two BA flights, which are at the end of February and a further one um, around the middle of March.
0: The consignment is due to arrive on the next British Airways Airbridge flight on February 11th. As to the economic impact of COVID-19, Finance Minister the Honorable Roy McTaggart says the islands are doing better than expected.
3: The overall 2020 deficit will be substantially less than the 168 million core government deficit that had previously been estimated in mid 2020. <coughs> preliminary results indicate that central government itself is expected to close the 2020 financial year with an operating deficit of some $50.1 million.
0: Minister McTaggart says adding in non core government entities, we might see that number increase to 75 million.
3: I hasten to, to remind you these are preliminary numbers. Again, against the backdrop of an earlier estimated $168 million deficit, then a, five, a 50 to $75 million deficit leaves us in a far better position than we were before.
0: The finance minister also says the country has been helped because government had $449 million in the bank at the end of 2020.
3: And it is this buffer that has given us the space to keep health and safety at the forefront of our decision-making rather than money.
0: Minister McTaggart says Cayman still has access to the $400 million line of credit if needed. He also attributes the bulk of improved government revenues to stamp duty on land transfers. The finance minister today also announced an increase in the tourism stipend to displaced workers from $1,000 a month to 1500 per month. The increase will come into effect in February and continue through June 2021. Also for displaced workers a new round of aid to help with health insurance premiums. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego has more from Health Minister the Honorable Dwayne Seymour.
1: As you know, following the onset of the COVID-19 disease in March last year, the government undertook various measures to minimize the threat of the virus in the Cayman Islands. Those included closing our borders, which had a direct impact in terms of economic activities throughout the islands, but specifically in tourism and hospitality industry.
4: During Thursday's COVID-19 briefing, Minister Seymour explains from April until June of last year, the Ministry of Health, along with the Health Insurance Commission, offered an initial assistance program to those who needed help paying their health insurance premiums. During that period, Mr. Seymour says some 1,250 people got the assistance at a cost of nearly $400,000.
1: For some time now, we have been considering how best to continue with health insurance assistance and I'm pleased to confirm that the Ministry and the Health Insurance Commission, together with the approved insurance companies, have agreed to this new program focused on assisting those in the tourism and hospitality industries who have suffered jobs, job loss, and severely reduced income from their businesses.
4: For those receiving the benefits from the tourism stipend, those seeking health insurance premium assistance will need to apply.
1: Application should be made through the Health Insurance Commission. Persons may contact the Health Insurance Commission via email at hic at gov.ky or by phone on 946-2084 for additional details. The application form may be downloaded from the Commission's website at DHRS dot gov or hard copies are available at the lobby on the ground floor of the government administration building
4: the deadline for getting the application in is february 12th and the program is being offered from march 1st to june 30th 2021 The health minister confirms the Health Insurance Commission have consulted with the eight approved insurers who have pledged their support to the Premium Assistance Program and Cabinet has given its consent. Minister Seymour says the health and well-being of all remain the highest priority.
1: This program will once again assist those employees in the tourism and hospitality industries by helping them maintain their insurance coverage. I am pleased once again to see the Ministry of Health through the insurance Health Insurance Commission deliver on my vision of providing assistance to the members of our community with payments of their health insurance premium during the months of March, April, May, and June.
0: Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. We are also expecting some changes to border control rules. Radio Cayman's Felicia rankin has more. Honorable Premier Alden McLaughlin says once the vaccination quota is met, quarantine for inter-island travelers
4: will ease.
5: Cabinet, after consultation with the Chief Medical Officer, has agreed that once the 90% target for vaccinations for those older than 60, about 5,000 persons, has been reached, that the border controls can be changed to allow a quarantine period of 10 days for any traveler into our islands who meets the following conditions.
4: Travellers must have had a negative PCR test within 72 hours prior to arrival, as well as a negative PCR test upon arrival in Grand Cayman.
5: They must have completed a valid vaccination program against COVID-19 as approved by the chief medical officer. And they must be staying in a household where all persons have received a full course of vaccination. Members of the household who did not travel will but who had the vaccination will not be required to quarantine.
4: Current figures show 55% of those older than 60 are now vaccinated.
5: We have about another 2,300 or so persons older than 60 to vaccinate to reach our 90% target. I again ask that everyone utilize the opportunity to get your vaccine when the HSA announces the availability of vaccines for whatever group you are in.
4: The premier adds to make sure you return for your second vaccine dose. For Radio Man News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.
0: Adults traveling who have children will have to continue the 14-day quarantine until children are eligible to be vaccinated. A negative PCR test is also required before approval to leave quarantine. That is your latest local news from Radio K Man's newsroom. I'm April Cummings. Good evening.
2: With a look at Radio Cayman's local sports, I'm Dion Anglin. The Cayman Islands have been able to host many of their meets. Despite the setbacks caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, young Caymanian swimmer James Allison has grasped the opportunity to compete. A relative newcomer to the sport, Allison used 2020 to get even faster. Last year, he lowered four national marks, including a big one belonging to regional and Caymanian swimming legend Sean Frazier. Allison says breaking the records were among his goals for 2020
6: so i broke the in 2020 100 free 50 free 50 fly and 200 free and all of which i had been aiming for and of course my coach uh coach darren which who was a previous olympic swimmer in breaststroke had helped me to get these goals very well and hoping to break more records as well
2: Not only is Fraser a K-man Olympian, but he's also a star in CC Can and Karifta. Allison says it's even more special breaking the record of someone he admires.
6: Knowing that he's actually a previous Olympian and I've broken his record is just crazy for me because, you know, that just shows that even with two and a half years of swimming, I I can make it and I'll hopefully be seeing Olympics soon.
2: Allison says competing at the Summer Olympics is one of his long-term goals.
6: Definitely, Olympics. I I can imagine swimming next to Caleb and just seeing my like my mom and his family in the stands next to each other. That would be amazing. Uh, and also, hopefully, uh, getting some Olympic gold as well. That's definitely on the bucket list.
2: James Allison, there of Seven Mile Swimmers Swim Club. The all-comers track and field meet saw over 100 athletes compete at the truman Bodden Sports Complex in preparation for the 2021 Bermuda-Carifta Games. Organizer of the meet and coach, Kenrick Williams, says quite a few of the athletes outdid themselves and showed great improvement as the day's progress.
6: Outstanding display came from Devonte Howell running... 11.01 and 21.9 in the 120 meter respectively which would suggest that he's a medal contender if we are having the Karifta game we also see notable performance from Ashanti Graham and various other athletes really do post outstanding time but those three athletes were, 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 were the most outstanding there was nothing significant in the high jump more than that Josh Gardner, again, jumped the the qualifying standard, which is 1.85, and he he cleared that and hit the bar at 190. However, the previous week, he jumped 190. So, as I said, those are the four athletes who performed very
2: well. This weekend, the Cayman Islands Athletics Association will host the Twilight Meet, which will get started at 6 p.m. at the Truman Bodden Sports Complex. Cayman Brack is hosting day one of the primary school track and field championships for the Sister Islands today with day two of the primary division ending tomorrow. The sports coordinator for Sister Island Sports said next week Friday, February 12th, Cayman Brack will also be hosting the layman's track and field meet at the sports complex. Harold Mitchum-Sanford says the schools are divided into clubs.
6: How the schools work in the Brack is we have just the two Primary schools, which is Weston Primary and Creek and Spot Bay Primary. But rather than competing school for school, uh, several years ago, we do clubs. So what you would find is that there's three clubs within the primary school or houses, and students from both schools are in each of those clubs. So you'll find that another athlete from West End, if you're going to Spot Bay, is still in your club. So there's three clubs competing for the championship in the primary and the same for high school. In the high school, it goes with tree club.
2: The sports coordinator for Sister Island Sports, Mitchum Sanford. And Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller was one of thousands of runners that participated in the 26th annual Nationwide Stride for Cancer walk run over the weekend. Fuller arrived early to be the first to get started with a run to avoid the sun.
0: Well, Dion, it's uh, about an hour and five minutes into my race, and I'm coming up on the finish line. I can't believe it. I guess I... uh, I'm a lot faster this year than the last five years I've done it, which goes to show that when you actually train for something, you can see progress. Sport tip from Carsley Fuller right there. It was a great day though. The weather was perfect. There was a bit of a breeze and it uh, made me work for my good time today, but that's all right. That means I get to have two muffins when I get to the end
2: after running at a time of 70 minutes in Northside, fuller we'll caught up with a few other participants
0: why did you want to come out and get involved oh we do it every year yeah Yeah. why yeah, why,
2: why? what's important why, why dry this early it's hot
0: uh it's nice breeze today and it's um something what we like to do in the north community rather than going to seven mile beach i don't blame i came from savannah to do it <laughs> so,
3: here let me come over here
0: same reasons? Any other reasons? Same reason. We have for how many years now? Boy, a long time now we do every year.
4: Yeah? And we enjoy. It. Yes. Is there a reason? Well like this charity, there's a lot of fun runs you could get behind. Why the Cancer Society
3: one?
0: Well. I think it's for the general public. If anybody has a cancer ailment, regardless of your financial situation, um, they will help send you overseas, you know, if you have treatment. awesome. Thanks
2: so much. 2,300 people took part in the big stride at the public beach. 65 people competed at the mini stride in Northside and 25 people participated in the little stride in Little Cayman. The Brock stride will be held as one of a series of 23 events in the spring. That'll do it for Radio Cayman's local sports. For this evening, I'm Dion Anglin.